you're always kind of basing your practice on on non-craving, okay? Non-becoming. Because if, if you're if when you're sitting in meditation you already have an agenda of what you want to achieve or get rid of, you're still in craving. And and the mind isn't going to really go into the present moment. It's going to be grasping some future possibility. So bringing consciousness to, or bringing, bringing attention to the present moment without craving, to me, seems uh, fundamental to the way you start any meditation and the way you live your life. But, but in terms of meditation, to, to get that first moment right, to get the attitude right, right from the get-go, is tremendously helpful. And then if you understand that attitude, you, you, you can remember it as you're training the mind to stay in the present moment. It's very hard to stay in the present moment, isn't it? Mind just, you know, I've heard that sometimes the kitchen staff, someone might like do a recipe for a whole meditation. I've heard rumors of such things. Uh, I would tend to be building monasteries, you know, I have a larger palette. <laughs> but it's still, it's still the mind picking something up and engaging in something which is more interesting than the breath, say. So that, that's a natural restlessness of the mind, there's nothing wrong with that. But obviously we're trying to train not to get hooked into that, uh, not to get kind of kidnapped by that, but not to deny it's... it's um, its presence in our karma, its presence in the way we, we are conditioned. So non-resistance and non-becoming and non-attachment. So the way I do that, and I'll, I'll, those of you who know how I like to talk about these things, uh, I, I first of all, in this meditation, I'll kind of walk it through the first few minutes. I'll suggest you listen to sound, right? And then just get your mind to a sense of receptive awareness, non-becoming, no thought. And then also feel your body. And then the same suggestion, receptive awareness, non-becoming, non-resistance, no thought. And then I'll toggle between those two. Then I'll suggest that this is, that sound, body are happening in awareness. So you can sense the awareness is, it's not like me being aware of the microphone through sight but rather that sight is taking place in awareness. So the sense of awareness is not sort of um, self-defined. It's more defined as conscious space, which is limitless. And that's a pretty high concept, so don't go there. <laughs> but it's just a sense that it's not this kind of limited me trying to control life out there, but rather that out there is always happening in awareness. Then the challenge is, so how do I... How do I sustain that purity of attention? And then the idea is you pick up some kind of localization of attention, breath, a mantra, some kind of body sweeping. And the purpose of that is not to attain to anything, but rather to sustain that initial understanding of what the awake mind is. If you get that right, uh, then... The intention for the whole meditation is based on right understanding. If you get that wrong, and then you have a sense of what you have to achieve, get, become, in in contrast to what you have already, you're already in conflict. You're already going kind of at it in the wrong way. And it's very much invested with what we call Sakaya Ditti, me doing something to accomplish something. 
me doing something to get something in the future. That's called Sakaya Ditti, personality view. Awareness is timeless. Awareness is limitless. It's not, it's not limited by the sankharas. It's not limited in time. You don't have to. It's not like you practice now so you can be aware in 20 minutes. It's not that way, is it? Certainly, tranquility can build during meditation. So if you're with your object to meditation, the mind will settle, settle, settle. That's in time. So all very, very nice. But I know, I do know of people who can take an object of awareness, of meditation, and so focus on it that they negate everything else. They suppress everything else. And I know I know a fellow in Montreal is very, very good at that, a musician. But in it, what he was doing, he was just suppressing everything so that when he stopped meditating, all the same garbage came up. And he couldn't he couldn't see that all he was really doing was like, like keeping a horse in a in a horse box, just forcing it in there. And then as soon as you open the gates of the stable, the horse goes off again. Whereas with awareness, what we're doing is we're allowing uh, fantasy mind to come up or anger mind to come up. We're allowing it, but we're not we're not we're trying not to get pinned by it, not to get involved in it. So that that tendency to go to those places of delusion we begin to see that, let go of it, and come back to the present moment. So that at the end of the meditation, uh, it, it should be quite um, seamless. You know, going from meditation, sitting, meditation, walking, making tea, making breakfast, writing an email, whatever it might be, should be more and more seamless. If you find if you find that. Meditation becomes very, very tranquil, and then you resent other people's voices, or you resent something that's intruding on your meditation. What's that about? That must be about a condition that one is entertained by, rather than awareness. And that's a sign of being attached to tranquility. And tranquility is lovely, very, very lovely. But if it's if it's constructed, it'll eventually be deconstructed, whereas awareness can't deconstruct it. You can't really take it apart, can you? So that's our reliance. So with those ideas, let's let's do, we'll do an hour of meditation, and I'll just um, kind of lead through those ideas. Many of you are familiar with this, but I think it's a good exercise. And then we'll just sit quietly and pick up our own object of meditation. I'll, I'll suggest the breath. But if you do something else, whatever, whatever's fine. Right. So, awakening to how you feel right now. Simple. So I awaken, how do I feel? I feel a bit fluish and I feel warm. And then what's that like if I don't think about it? So no thought. Just, just the way it is. So now listen. Very quiet in the room, but just listen. And let sounds come to you. Or no sound come to you. So listening. No thought. Abandoned thought. There's nothing to figure out here. 
and and observe uh, is your attention looking for a sound or are you just open and receptive to whatever whatever sounds there are that open receptivity is very helpful and then you sustain that and now notice so you notice the awake mind not dependent on sound, just knowing sound. Then change the sense door, feel your hands. Let the feelings become conscious. So I could define it warmth, pressure, I could define all that, but before I define it, just let it be what it is. So there's full presence. But that notion that I am someone who is aware of my hands, that extra little bit called I am someone, does that really exist? Or is there simply awareness of feelings in the hands? Now you have to do this with no thought. So, then change the sense door, listening, listening to sound. And feeling the hands. And both of these are taking in awareness, taking place in awareness. So awareness is then imagined, perceived, or what have you, just as conscious space rather than me being aware of something. So the hands are in awareness. So you get a sense of awareness being open, boundless, welcoming, and notice the awake mind. So we establish right understanding, and what is right understanding? Not an intellectual comment on the present moment, but the present moment as it is. You understand or you know this present moment just like this. We establish right right intention. Our intention is to sustain this knowing. The right effort. We're making the right effort to sustain this knowing. Right mindfulness, we know this way, and right focus, we can sustain this for periods of time. So the whole path kind of falls into place here.
And notice, of course, it's not so easy. The mind starts to notice ideas and plans and memories. It's natural. And the exercise is to keep opening your mind, even though thought comes, rather than engaging thought. So it's all, all it all belongs. It practices that awakened openness. So please try to get that clarity each each time you sit. And then whatever meditation object you like should be something that helps you sustain that awake mind. Not getting something else, but just that. So feel the breathing of the body. And as I say, feel the breathing of the body. And just let whatever bodily sensations indicate breath, let them become conscious. It'll take care of itself. So your attention becomes a little bit localized. And then you sustain the awake mind for spans of or cycles of in and out breathing. So one cycle of in and out breathing. Awake, present, aware. So the sound in the room changes. Feeling of wind from the fan. Has awareness changed? Awareness doesn't change, it knows. So that's just a few ideas. So, so use what you, you've become skillful with. Breath or sweeping meditation or choiceless awareness or sound of silence, to sustain this awake mind, make that the intention. And if you get lost in planning, then you can always come back to this. Just remember this awake mind. and Keep letting go of the um, proliferation of thought. Okay, let's just sit quietly. <clears throat> 